0: 103-90, to the Warriors winning in Boston last night. Followed the script of a lot of these games. The home team got out to a big lead, and then the game started there. Like, none of these games in the series started until the home team got up like 15-2 to or some nutty number like that. Once the Warriors fell behind, as was customary in every game of the series, then, of course, they went on their run, and they never really looked back. Uh, the, the Celtics brought it to within like 10, 9, 11 points a couple of times in the fourth quarter. But it never really got much closer than that. I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm not going to waste time. The Warriors did the basketball world a huge favor last night. If the Celtics would have gone on to win this finals, it would have been the summer of Jason Tatum, right? He's the new thing. He's the new ticket. He's the number one star. He's the best asset in the NBA You know, where is he going to end up on NBA's Mount Rushmore? We're going to have the summer of Jason Tatum. Um, And that would have sucked. Now, Jason Tatum's going to take a lot of slander this summer. A lot of it's probably not deserved. But the praise that he would have got had they won was also not deserved. Jason Tatum's in a tough spot here. Right? But this isn't just about Jason Tatum. This is about the Celtics. And this is a team that I've complained about for weeks. Not for entertainment's sake. Not for personal sake. But because basketball was made worse the last few weeks by the Boston Celtics. The Warriors did the basketball world a huge favor last night. Marcus Smart, who I actually respect a lot as a player, is so toxic. He is, he is bad for basketball. I'm not saying that as a cliche. He is literally bad for basketball. He's flopping everywhere last night. He stuck two extra fouls on Stephen Clay, And a Celtics fan would say, oh, that's a, that's a smart, heady basketball play. Maybe, but BS. This series had almost zero star power, thanks to Jason Tatum and the way he played. We'll get to that in a few minutes. I don't want the one redeeming player in the series, Steph Curry, sitting on the bench because he has extra fouls because Marcus Smart isn't an actual legitimate basketball player. I can't believe we gave him Defensive Player of the Year. I hope people think twice about their vote. (laughs) Not vote scolding, right? But I can't believe we gave him a legacy award, like Defensive Player of the Year. Marcus Smart's bad for basketball. Grant Williams, I... (sighs) We're worse as a country for having to watch Grant Williams in the NBA Finals. We've gone through COVID as a country. We've suffered through years now of divisive politics. Gas prices are nuts. We're dealing with inflation. We also didn't need to deal with Grant Williams. This is one thing that we didn't need on our plate. And it was forced upon us in the NBA Finals by the Boston Celtics. Derek White just stopped being a basketball player. Derek White lost all confidence in his shot every, like he was going to the rim last night. It wasn't close. He was taking jumpers. It wasn't close. His confidence was gone. 100%. Peyton Pritchard turned to Nick Mirotic, even when he was out there and so he's not hitting anything. Shout out to Jalen Brown for actually showing up and producing right now. He can't dribble at all, which is now everyone's favorite talking point. I said it in game two against the Bucks. I said, you know what? It kind of pisses me off that the refs send Jalen Brown to the free throw line as much as they do because nine out of 10 times he's driving into the paint without a plan and dribbling all over himself. And half of these calls are bailout calls when he barely has control of the basketball. And I remember when I brought that up, even a couple of my friends were like, Oh, you're just being a salty bucks fan. Am I? Because in the weeks since I remember bringing that up, everyone on their podcast and their brother's podcast and their Twitter account saying, well, Jalen Brown can't dribble. Yeah, we know we've known we've known. But at least he produced. I'm not going to slander Jalen Brown. At least he showed up in this series. He had a great game last night. Lots of turnovers, but that's the way the Celtics play, right? That's the way the Warriors play, too. They're both very turnover heavy teams. The Celtics don't have a point guard. You're going to have more turnovers. I get Marcus Smart played himself into that role, played himself into that mold and was a big reason why the Celtics became a good team this year, a great team this year. But he's still not a true point guard. So for all the Celtics fans that think that this is just a, it's a focus issue, oh, they're playing sloppy. No, they're not. It's a sloppy team. They don't have any ball handlers. This is the way this team was built. And Jalen Brown's a part of that, but at least he produced. Unlike everyone else on this team, maybe minus Al Horford. But then again, Al Horford's a million years old. You can't expect him to go for 30 every night, just against the Bucks once a year, of course. Of course. Jason Tatum? Yeah. You could tell by my inflection. that That's a question. I'm asking a question. Jason Tatum? Hello? Hello! Chris Middleton was trending this morning on Twitter. Maybe you saw. Uh, Sometimes I see Middleton trending, and I think it's because of Kate Middleton. That's her name, right? The royal family. No, Chris Middleton was trending this morning. I saw a big tweet that had gone viral asking that if Chris Middleton was playing for the Celtics instead of Jason Tatum, if the Celtics would win these finals. I kind of think yes. (laughs) They didn't need much. But Jason Tatum couldn't give him anything. If you compare the stats of Jason Tatum in the finals, Chris Middleton in the finals, Tatum had 21.5 points, Middleton had 24. 6.8 rebounds to 6.3, Tatum a little better. Seven assists for Tatum to 5.3 assists for Chris Middleton. They're about even in steals at a steal and a half. Chris Middleton doesn't block shots. Jason Tatum had a half block a game. And Jason Tatum shot 48% true shooting, Chris Middleton 54. Um... Jason Tatum had 13 points last night and it was so obnoxious this entire finals. Jason Tatum would hit two shots in the first quarter and the announcers would rush, rush to the microphone and say, here it is. Here's the Tatum game. We've been waiting for it. Hey, he hit two back-to-back jumpers. Can you lower your voice for God's sake? The Jason Tatum game was never going to happen in this finals. And yet everyone wanted it so desperately like, everyone in between games saying, well, Tatum's going to have a game one of these nights. Is he? Is, is, has he reached that point where we just assume that he's going to get it going? You know what I mean? Well, well Tatum will have a game eventually. Really? Are we, are we sure about that? You want to bet your house on that? You want to bet your car on that? You want to bet money on that? It was so bizarre, the Jason Tatum discourse. He did a couple of threes in the first quarter. Here we go. I'm doing Tony Romo. Here we go, Jim. Here it is. And no, he hit two threes. Jason Tatum had a horrendous series. Ugh. So pissed for having to watch this team. For a team that thinks they're so badass and rough and rowdy and better than everyone else and holier than thou. Remember Eme Udoka a couple weeks ago? Well, we're not a track team. We don't run from anybody. Focus toward the end of the season was health and worrying about ourselves more than the opponent, uh-huh. and that's how we approached it. And so, so sick. All teams were doing what they were doing. We were... Uh, continue to play well. Oh yeah, and, worry about you. You know, yeah. rest guys when we can, but yeah. at the same time, get a get a run in like we did against Memphis. So we played no one. Um, you know, we weren't running from anybody. Yeah. We were worried about ourselves the whole time. And we're not running from anybody. We're we're a track. We're not a track team. We're a basketball team. Yeah. Well, your whole team forgot to play basketball against the Warriors the last couple of games. This Boston team flopped and whined and mimed their way to the finals, and then I think they kind of flopped and whined their way out of the finals. I was listening to some sports radio this morning. I heard a couple people say, "If if Boston just chills it a little bit, cools it off, maybe doesn't flop as much, maybe doesn't whine like don't lay on the ground for six seconds every time you drive to the rim and throw up a prayer that has no chance." That was Tatum's entire night last night. Maybe you actually win this series, which is what I've been saying for weeks. Glad to say everybody's coming around. This has been the theme last two weeks. Listen to me the first time. I'm right. I'm right especially on the NBA. I'll throw it around. I'll let it hang out with some wild takes on the Brewers. I'm right about this stuff, okay? Just listen to me the first time, and we can save so much time and energy on this show. We won't have to backtrack. We won't have to cover topics more than once. I'm right about these things. Celtics flopped and whined their way to the finals, and then they flopped and whined their way out of the finals, along with a lot of turnovers, And shout out Andrew Wiggins, played really good defense on Tatum. I don't want to just say that Tatum melted down of his own accord. The Warriors were a really good defensive team. Silver lining for Boston. Just so this isn't negative, mean, getting personal, Grant. Silver lining for Boston. Um, They could be back here next year. If every other team in the East suffers a, a crippling, debilitating injury next year, too, they'll probably be right back in the finals. I mean, if they play... Three rounds in the playoffs, and there's a really important injury on each team. Like, they could easily make it back. I mean, the the world exists. The universe exists in which the Celtics are right. (laughs) To be genuine, though, actually, the silver lining for Boston. It was just Jason Tatum's first NBA finals. The first finals are the hardest. Nobody succeeds in their first finals, except for Giannis. I mean, that didn't matter for Giannis at all. Okay, actually, one positive note for the Celtics before we move on. I will say one nice thing. Uh, In all seriousness, and I mean this genuinely, they're young, okay? And I think we forget that about this Celtics team. This is only their first finals. They'll be back. Of course they'll be back. Just look at Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook with Oklahoma City Thunder post-2011. Yeah, they didn't win that year, but they made it back. Two, three, three. Oh, they never made it back. That's right. Thank you, Golden State Warriors, doing the basketball world a huge favor last night and disposing of the Celtics. I'm so glad that I don't have to watch them again until next fall when I will avoid them like the plague on NBA League Pass and only watch them when absolutely necessary. Thank you, Golden State, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you.